Hello, I'm Johnny Corsair. Every day I look out the world from my window. Well, I've just done that. So now it's Bright Lights, Big City number seven. And let's start with Mamie Jenkins. Jump With Me Baby from 1957, Mamie Jenkins and her husband Gus on piano and orchestra there, put out by the wonderful Flash Records label from South LA, founded by Charlie Reynolds. They had some wonderful records from 55 to 59, and I take that from their double CD. Well, we've got a packed show. We've got Jessica Lipsky's next choice of song later, a brand new Stax compilation CD put out by Ace Records to give away. And a special guest, a friend and musician. And not only do we chat, but he spins the bright lights, big city wheel of music. A man whose wife Sarah said he's worked his way up from nothing to a state of extreme poverty. But now it's our B-side, it's our Let's Flip theme, and this is the Titans. Can it be you don't love me, baby? Can it be you don't love me no more? Tell me truly if you love me, baby Are you really gonna go, 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 go?
Titans coming a year after Mamie Jenkins, 1958, and Can It Be? The B-side to Don't You Just Know It. And that was put out by Art Roop's Speciality label and written by Sonny Bono, half of Sonny and Sure, who was the A&R man for Speciality. And it featured the singer Curtis McNair. And Curtis, like a lot of people that we talked about last month, changed his name to Curtis Knight, formed a band called Curtis Knight and the Squires, and he employed a young guitarist, playing for the first time called Jimi Hendrix. We now have our My Kind of Town song, and this is Jim Jackson. He, he passed the baton a couple of years after this recording to Charlie Patton, who you heard on show five, singing, going to move to Alabama, or Jim's going to Kansas City.
Texas, he's for Tennessee. For oh, we've got Mississippi and the women want me. I'm gonna move to Kansas City. I'm gonna move to Kansas City. I'm gonna move, baby. Honey, when it don't like you. A good girl want a flight, want a towel, red slippers to match that old major skate. Then she'll move to Kansas City. Then she'll move to Kansas City. Then she'll move, baby. Honey, why they don't like you? Jim Jackson, Kansas City Blues. Jim from Hernando, Mississippi, um, born at the turn of the last century. Uh, was a singer, a dancer, musician in the medicine shows. And at one time he was with the Rabbit Foot Minstrels, which uh, included Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith. And when I said pass the baton to Charlie Patton, then that baton went to Hank Williams with Move It On Over, Bill Haley, Rock Around the Clock, and then loosely to Casey Lovin, Little Willie, Little Field, Kansas City, the Libra and Stollard song that Wilbert Harrison first covered, and then Little Richard, and then the Beatles. Although, interesting enough, the line that you hear, it takes a rocking chair to rock, a rubber ball to roll. Jim borrowed that off Ma Rainey. She recorded that in a jealous-hearted blues a few years earlier. And you can get all of Jim Jackson's recordings, once again, via document. They put out two CDs, um, 1927 to 1930. He had a three-year recording career with Vocalion Records. Well, I've got a lot of time for postmen and women. I don't really mind if they don't shut the gate. And I've got a lot of time for the mailman from America, who was Rudy Clark, not only the mailman, music fan and a songwriter. And in 1961, he saw a singer in a club and found out that the singer was actually sort of destitute. He was actually living and sleeping on top of an apartment building. Well, Rudy put his arm round him and he took him to Caprice Records, who he had connections with. And there, the producer, Hutch Davey, liked to go a bit left field with his recordings, especially the instrumentation. So you wouldn't necessarily expect there's going to be a hit with a soulful voice and a tuba.
The wonderful voice of James Ray, and if you've got to make a fool of somebody, that came out in 1962. It was a big hit in the States. And the Beatles loved it so much they had it in their early live sets. And let's not forget, even though we might try, Freddie and the Dreamers had a hit with it in 1963, I think. And Rudy Clark not only wrote that song, wrote several others, including Good Lovin' by the Rascals, and the Shoop Shoop song, It's In His Kiss for Betty Everett. OK, let's have some gospel. Stand by me to the end, oh Lord. Oh, I want you to stand by, stand by. Well, all of my money and my friends are gone. Lord, I'm in a mean way, and I'm so all alone, oh Lord. I need. Stand by, stand by. Well, they tell me that Samson lived in ancient time. I know that you helped him kill ten thousand Philistines. Oh, oh, I need you. Stand by. They tell me that they put Daniel down in the lion's den. I know you went down there falling. You free Daniel once again. That's why I said, Oh Lord, do me like you did Daniel and stand by, stand by. Well, sometimes I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulder and it's all. And I feel weak along the way You come and you give me strength again He brought you living in a fire Ten times harder than it ought to be Just like you deliver them, Father I know you can deliver me, oh Lord I'm calling you, Jesus Stand by Stand by me When a doctor walk away from my bedside Stand by me for When it seems like I don't have a friend I wonder will you be my friend Stick closer than my brother Stand By Me Father, the Soul Stirrers from 1959. When Sam Cooke left the vocal group The Highway QCs, he was replaced by a singer called Johnny Taylor. 
And when Sam Cooke left the Soul Stirrers, he was replaced by a singer called Johnny Taylor. That's who you have there, sounding not accidentally like Sam Cooke. And that's taken from the complete SAR recordings, double CD. SAR stands for the initials of Sam, A for the JW Alexander, and the R for Roy Crane, the three formed SAR recordings. And that was one of their first releases, and I read that Johnny was so late for the session that Sam Cooke's brother had to go out and find him, so we may never have heard that record, but thankfully we did. Okay, it's Do Answer Back, our answer song theme. I did mention last month that Pete Jones of Small Town Talk Podcast has provided me with a few more. Well, this isn't one of his, but I will be playing them. Well, you would know Ruth Brown's 1952 big hit, Mama, He Treats Your Daughter Mean. Well, a year later, Winoni Harris came back with Mama, Your Daughter Done Lied On Me. And all I'm saying, Winoni, is it's a great song. You plead your case well, but I don't believe you. You've got previous. on me Mama your daughter's a light on me You knew she was a juice head when you gave it to me Now you know your daughter If you don't you water She never drinks water Cheats on me cause I caught her So Mama your daughter's done light on me Pawns my clothes Makes me sleep outdoors Holds all the liquor stores I can't stand it, goodness knows So, mama Your daughter's done light on me On Tuesday, says she'll be home Wednesday, but Thursday's her day, cause she knows that's payday. So, mama, your daughter's done light on me. Hides wine and icebox, gin in the bathtub, beer in the garbage, bay rum in the closet. So, mama, your daughter's a light on me Drives me out of my mind Tells me I'm not a kind I tell her that she's lying Then she starts it crying So, mama, your daughter's a light on me Right, it's time for Jessica Lipsky's choice of record and it's a single called Opportunity. I looked up the artist's because she said they worked with James Brown for a number of years, and then when they disbanded, one of them, Martha Harvin, who she said became Martha High, worked for Brown for decades. I've got one track by them on a compilation of women who worked with James Brown called Funky Divas, a song called This Is My Story, which is okay. But when I heard Jessica's choice, it's so much better. So Jessica gives you Opportunity by The Jewels.
the jewels and opportunity. I said it was good. And an unusual theme, a woman saying, come on, give this guy I know another chance, another opportunity. Thanks, Jessica. And now it's our back-to-back.
together I had my hesitation But I just can't hate them You're breaking all the rules Down Electric Avenue Oh, I've never seen two men move Hand in hand, code of LA Never take it easy on the PDA I don't miss you, least not that way But someone better want me like that someday Back to back this month, you first heard Love Will Tear Us Apart. It's a brave man who can cover the Joy Division song. Paul Young did. And this time, Capital 1212. Two DJs, producers, DJ Fly T and Professor Fresh. But fronting it was the Jamaican veteran singer Earl 16. I'm taking that from a brand new release, the Late Night Tales reggae compilation put together by Don Letts. After that, you heard When You Were Mine, the wonderful Joy Crooks. I was reading about it the other day. She said the music she was exposed to while driving with her dad to Irish dancing lessons. He was from Dublin. She said, my dad wanted to give me a real education from Nick Cave to King Tubby to all this Pakistani music. My mother was actually from Bangladesh. He'd say, this is from your ends of the world. You should hear this. And she said her influences like Black Uhuru, Marvin Gaye, The Pogues, Gregory Isaacs. And that track is taken from a forthcoming album called Skin. I've gone back and bought all her stuff. She lives up to her first name. It is all a joy. Well, as I said at the top of the show, we've got a guest and it's a friend and a lifelong chancer. Mr. Rod Demick. Welcome, Rod, to Bright Lights Big City. Hi, Johnny. And you're here because you've got a book to sell. I certainly have. How can people get it? People can get it on Amazon Kindle Store, available to read on any device, for the the wonderful knockdown price of six ninety nine. And it's your autobiography. So who's it about? I can't remember. Until we find out, we're going to have a chat about it. But before that, I've asked you to come up with some songs that fit the genres of the show: soul, do what, gospel, blues, which you've kindly done. I've seen you. I have. I have. I've seen your list, and I've got the songs ready. But the way that we're going to just pick the one, probably only one, we've got the spinning wheel of music in front of us, which you were quite um, taken by. I want to spin it. Can I spin it? Please, you, can I spin it? Calm down. Calm down. I know you can, you can spin it. Oh, good. 
and on the wheel there are the genres from the show so it's going to stop on one of them whatever one it stops on we play a song from that genre okay so rod kindly give that wheel a spin i certainly will right but it's working no 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 blues blues please do what slowing down it's slowing down it has to stop at blues yes your wish yes your wish has come true yes yes So, Rod, what blues song is it? Howling Wolf, Going Down Slow. enjoyed things that kings and queens will never have. In fact, kings and queens can't never get. And they don't even know about it. And good times Please write my mother Tell 
Going down slow there with a the wonderful Howling Wolf. Thanks for that choice, Rod. Not a lot of people know that Willie Dixon actually did the spoken intro on that track. True. Rod, I had the idea, a way of the, telling the listeners who don't know your music... I had the idea. Rod, I had the idea. You had an idea? Yeah, several by the sound of it. <laughs> I had the idea that one day I should finish the sentence. <laughs> Rod, I had this idea that I could I could take the listeners through your musical career, especially for those who don't know it, asking you the motivation for joining some of these bands. But then when we did a dry run, <laughs> each answer was work and money. <laughs> Quite rightly. <laughs> Got to get you out of that poverty. So we've done a spin on this. Because, I'm picking it up from your book, because you started in the early 60s, 61 or 62, right up to the present day, we're going for the Sartorial Guide. Ooh. The Rod Demick fashion over these years with these bands. Let's start with your first band, the Telstars. Quiff, Dickie Bowes and Winkle Pickers. The Wheels. Uh, Desert Boots and Hipsters. Then your duo, Demick and Armstrong. Caftans and Moccasins. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Pub rock now, Bees Make Honey. Denims and Cowboy Boots. Yellow Dog. 40s gangster suits. Which I saw on top of the pops. Yeah. Okay. Meal ticket. Baseball hats with MT on the front of them. Is that all? <laughs> no other clothes? <laughs> it's, it's just a memory. But yes. A fleeting memory. And now, David Essex. Uh, we wore different, depending on the tour and the album that was being promoted, we wore different outfits. We, you know, bright jackets. Or bikers' outfits. At one point, we wore mm. white overalls. You must have wore quite a few outfits because you was with him 11 years. That's true. Money. Money. <laughs> yeah, money, money. Straubs. Multicoloured shirts and sometimes suits. Right. Up to the present day now. Paul Lamb and the King Snakes. You play the bass. I started with suits and now I wear Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Oh, my pleasure. What a wardrobe. <laughs> and... I've read the book, loved it. One impression I got from it was that you never stopped working, although there was one period you did, we're, just, we're going to come to that. But you had really good spirit about it and almost felt something was going to be around the corner. So if a band packed up, it wasn't long before you found another. As we see, there's about 10 bands you've been with, and more probably, that you haven't you, you depth for or yeah. did some sessions for. But when I said there was one period where the sort of upbeat spirit went away... Flagged. It flagged a little. Right. After Demick and Armstrong split, I was despondent. I was disillusioned with the music business, and um, I went off the rails a bit, sold my bass until I got offered a gig as guitar tech for Greg Lake in ELP, and I did that for six months. Right. It's an int interesting way why it came to an end after six months. Yes, I was hopeless with the soldering iron. <laughs> so Greg called me over one day and said, Rod, 
I really like you. You're a really nice guy, but you're not a roadie. You should be playing again. And he gave me a bass, a Rickenbacker bass, and um, oh, right. a Fender basement amp and said, get playing. Top man. Yeah, nice man. I owe him a lot. And from that, I think... Bless you, his soul, he's gone. From that, you joined Bees Make Honey? Yeah, oh, straight into Bees, Bees Make Well, a week later. Okay, you're allowed a little break. <laughs> and uh, been playing ever since. Yeah. Playing up till the up till yesterday. Yeah. And you did three days down at the Goodwood Revival Festival. I did. Where clothes were very important there. Well, everyone was dressed in period dress. Yeah. Land Army girls, RAF pilots, you name it. Who was that with? That was with a band called Ubop Shabam. Right. A band that plays a mixture of R&B and rock and roll yeah. standard. And that was the first time you played with them? And Yeah. I knew some of the guys in the band already, but... And Rod, it's got one of the best titles for an autobiography I've ever known. Please tell me how that came about. Well, as I normally do, I was having a little grump about young people. Really? And young students who have a gap year paid for by their parents. Yeah, we never used to have that. I know. And I said, I never had a gap year. And Sarah looked at me and said, you've had a gap life. So my gap life, available from Amazon, quite rightly... You said, I don't want an in-depth interview because then the, then the listeners won't buy the book. Correct. I'm not saying anything else. I don't blame you. We have got a little bit of time left. Oh, good. Enough time to play your sole record choice, which is... Don't Fight It by Wilson Pickett. Thanks, Rod. Good luck with Thank the book. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you for having me in. And thanks for telling people about this show.
Wilson Pickett, don't fight it. Okay, a bit of admin. Last month we had the good, good feeling CD, courtesy of Ace, more Motown girls, to give away as a prize. Simple question, name three Motown female artists. Once again, the names went into a hat. And the lucky person who was drawn out of the hat was a Susan Mondersi from Shepherd's Bush. And Susan came up with an inspired choice. Dinah Ross, Kim Weston and Kiki D. Yes, Kiki D made an album for Motown 1970. And this month's prize, again, thanks to Ace, is Can I Be a Witness, Stack Southern Groove, Stack's music compilation. 20 tracks, 11 of them previously unreleased. And again, a simple question. You could just do it off the top of your Google. What was the name of the record company before it became Stax Records? Answers on an email to johnnycorsair9 at gmail.com and you could be the lucky winner of a fantastic CD. We're going to go out with a track from it. This is R.B. Hudman and How Can I Be a Witness? Sounding a little bit like Al Green. And until next time, thanks very much for listening. How can I be a witness? How can I be a witness?